Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. A proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 43 of the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're broadcasting live from the Collar and Elbow Studios. Be sure to check out our product of the week. It can be found at thegorillaposition.com or at averagemarks.com. This week, it is the Sunset Flip shirt. I was rocking uh, Collar and Elbow this weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Got a lot of oohs and ahs over it. It was pretty nice. But uh, yeah, if you're looking to get in on this shirt and get 10% off, swing over to thegorillaposition.com, check out the shirt, click it, and put in the average marks at checkout. You get a 10% off this t-shirt at collarandelbowbrand.com. You're wearing one right now, as a matter of fact. Well, you wear is, one every Sunday when we come in here to do the show. I, well, and they're like they're starting to be different every week. Yeah. So. We're uh, you know, we're in this to win this. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> you know? That's the only reason to be in anything, to yeah. win it. We're we're down with Al Snow and his uh streetwear. Mm-hmm. But uh, been, uh, did wasn't there? Didn't you send us a, a? It was a picture in the the, the amp group chat of uh-huh. someone wearing a, a collar and elbow shirt. I could have sworn maybe I was watching a raw a couple of weeks ago and there was like a good looking woman sitting like near the front. She probably been, she was probably in the front row wearing a collar and elbow shirt. And I was like, yeah. well, look, collar and elbow, a little bit of a exposure. I mean, you could see it clear as day on on the yeah. raw broadcast. That and they so. had a guy holding a big old collar and elbow sign. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen that yeah. too. So it's getting a bunch of love. Oh yeah, a lot, lot of love for collar and elbow. Yeah. So Patrick, what's up, man? Not too much, man. Getting you went, ready. We, you went for that early bike ride this morning, huh? I did. I went for that bike ride this morning, so I might be a little. How'd that work out? It was it was a good bike ride. It, I didn't go as far as I thought. I went almost like eight miles. I was trying yeah. to go ten, but I was like, yeah. I'm just... And uh, as we're watching the uh, the game here, the uh, yeah. Buccaneers just took back a. Fumble or something. You have got to be kidding me. The, the, the Buccaneers are busting this one wide open. Oh, the my Saints. We're both goodness. Look Saints, at Sean Payton. Saints fans here, and uh, it's not looking pretty for the home team. Get your life right, Saints. We got the, we, we got the game on here on a Sunday. We're recording the, the <sighs> podcast in the middle of the game. So we got it on here, and I, I noticed it. And I, I, should, I guess I shouldn't have brought it up because it you, would distract you. But You know what? We came in with the big head on this one, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be beating this team 45-3 to right now. Yep. <sighs> well, we'll see what happens. It's only the first half, so maybe by the end of the podcast, the Saints was that Gillisley that fumbled that? Uh, I, I just saw the. Let's see, who's that? Yeah, that's Mike Gillisley. Yep, no reason the Patriots cut your butt. <laughs> We're getting a, an early Ryan's rant here, not on pro wrestling, uh, but on the NFL, specifically uh, Mike Gillisley of the New Orleans Saints here this morning. Screw that dude. Or this afternoon. But anyways, we are. Uh, it's the Saints game's going on here. We're trying not to get too distracted by it. Uh, as of right now, it doesn't even look like the Saints are m- much in it anymore. You watch your mouth, Patrick. But uh, <laughs> but uh, this is the uh, 43rd episode of the Average Marks for September 9th, 2018. Uh, you're gonna give a shout out to Carl mm-hmm. from the JNK podcast here in a minute. Showed some love from collar and elbow there. Yeah. Also, you had a picture with Johnny Swole uh, at the Full Throttle Wrestling yeah. event yesterday. Yeah. Talk about that. Uh, uh, also, I am the new all-in champion. I'll give my, uh, I guess, acceptance speech in a way uh, <laughs> in, in, in a little bit. Uh, also, we're going to go over the Hell in a Cell match card, which we're just one week away from, yep. and uh, then talk about our battle with PW Scorecards. We uh, yeah. Brink issued a challenge to them. They've accepted, so now we're 
going up against the creators of the scorecards that we do every month uh, for the WWE pay-per-view event. So we'll talk about that. Also, a Bizarre Raw, I saw this thing on Reddit that I feel like I, I have to bring up. All the reasons that this past Monday night's Raw was the most bizarre Raw maybe to ever air on a ever. Wow. So and a mail call. It's the return of mail yeah, call today, back, baby. We're gonna get some got some emails to to go over. Also, the mixed match challenge is back. We'll talk about that and the teams that'll be in that. We did. We went over some of those teams, oh, and you weren't Lord. impressed with a couple of them. Uh, then rumor mill. Uh, the status of Brock Lesnar in the UFC right mm-hmm. now. Also, maybe a, a WWE Hall of Famer coming out of retirement. And uh, maybe a, a big time stable on the horizon in yeah. WWE, led by uh, you know a big name. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk all about that. Then a little bit of cheap heat uh, about Marty Skrull and his match with Okada at All In. Apparently it went a little too long or something like that. We'll we'll dive into that. And uh, that's the rundown for the Average Marks episode number forty three for September 9th, two thousand and eighteen. That's right. You can check us out at www.averagemarks.com. That's your central hub for everything Amp Nation. Also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you leave us a comment and a rating after you listen to this episode so that we get uh, put into the algorithm over on iTunes so that other pro wrestling fans will find our podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Average Marks. And when you're shopping on Amazon, remember your boys over here at The Average Marks. No extra cost or anything will be put on your final order. It's just we get a percentage of the sale because you use our link. So it's pinned to the top of our Twitter and Facebook pages at The Average Marks. Click that, bookmark it. So whenever you use Amazon, you're using our link and you're helping support the show monetarily without putting out extra money to help the show monetarily. So it's a win-win and we sure would appreciate that. Absolutely. So, uh, go ahead and give a shout out to Carl. Yeah, man. Big ups, uh, oh, Carl. Uh, I don't even know how to say his last name. Knarfel, Carafel, something like that. I'm not. I'm not a um, not a professional when it comes to pronunciations of uh, unusual names. At least names that I'm not used to. And we live down here in Louisiana. We have some crazy names, but there's still some names out there that I look at and I think, whoa. But uh, they're two cool Canadian dudes, and uh, I've talked to both of them quite a bit on on Facebook, and they're really cool guys. And uh, they're also a part of the Roar Network. Check us out at thegorillaposition.com. Um, shout out to Ryan K. Bowman and it's Michael Melkor. A whole slew of great uh, podcasts, including our own. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, if, you know, if you want to get into the pro wrestling, uh, or at least get in the know of pro, pro wrestling, want some podcasts to listen to, just check out the ones, including ours, uh, mm-hmm. inside the Roar Network. What other ones do they have? The, the J&K podcast? The J&K podcast. They got Hitting the Marks. Mm-hmm. And actually, Rick and um, Jargo from Hitting the Marks, they were at StarCast and All In. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. So if you want to, you know, if you haven't really listened to anybody that, uh, you know, could give you, I guess, a better um, perspective of all in, listen to that podcast. Right. And sure. of course, you you got the two bosses, uh, Ryan K. Bowman and Michael Melkor with theirs going home. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other names escape me. Uh, it's a whole there. network out there. Yeah, we got, yeah. There's uh, been some new shows added. Yeah. But uh, like I said, plenty of uh, listening material uh, in regards to pro wrestling for you guys. So go check out the Roar Network, GorillaPosition.com. Mm-hmm. A lot of great content, including our own, you know. Exactly. But yeah, Carl got um, featured on Collar and Elbow's social media. Mm-hmm. And he, his wife, for his birthday, bought him this like dope championship belt. Yeah. It's got like his last name on it and everything. Oh, it's yeah. really it's really cool. So he took a picture of that with the uh, no disqualification collar and elbow shirt. Got featured on their social media. So I started thinking to myself, what does Mikey O 
need to do to get featured on social media to have al snow show your boy some love yeah i thought no better than the former nwa heavyweight champion of the world tim storm mm-hmm. he was booked at our event this saturday at full throttle wrestling here in lake charles louisiana but unbeknownst to me he got a late call had to catch a red eye the nwa said no because he's under contract with the NWA. They said, no, we need you in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So they had something big going on there where he had to represent the NWA. Yeah. So, therefore, he he wasn't able to come to our event. Uh, but we really still had a great event. Our former Southern Heritage champion, um, he's a former main event heavyweight champion. Johnny Swole was there. And I said, you know what? That's the man. That's the man that's going to get me featured on collar and elbow. So I took a picture with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, were you wearing a collar and elbow shirt? Yeah, no, I was wearing this one. Okay, yeah, the support your local wrestler shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I was hoping. I even had my son smell me before I came in. I was like, Elijah, do I stink, dude? Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, if you wore that shirt yesterday and you're wearing it again today, I mean, I haven't smelled you, but yeah, because so I think all is well, and I'm sitting r- rather close yeah, to you here. So. During teardown, I, I sweated a little bit, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah, actually, a lot. Oh yeah, I mean it's still it's still it's not even quite mid-September here in South Louisiana, and I know what you mean. I was out and about yesterday a little bit, and I was breaking a sweat myself. Yeah, so took a picture with him, and boy, I tell you what, if 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 something else, because you know you know me, Patrick, I've been wanting to lose weight for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was the straw that broke the camel's back, mm-hmm. and it almost has me to the point where I don't know now. Johnny Swall already shared the picture. On his social media. So it's yeah. already out there. Yeah. So I'm figuring, okay, I'm going to do it now because it's already out there. Yep. But at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I want this picture getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, your boy looks quite puffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, been there, and done that, good man. Way. Been there, done that. That's why I went on a bike ride this morning. But not this quite puffy. No, maybe not. But I've been puffy in my own right. And, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and you know, I see it because all my life I've grown up, I was a small kid and, mm-hmm. you know. Over the past year or so, people who haven't seen me in a while, they give me the, boy, you, you gained some weight. And I'm oh, like, oh, they, thank, thank they you. They go there, huh? Thanks. And they're like, well, you know, I mean in a good way. You look, oh, you you look healthy. A, uh, they you say look you look healthy. healthy. You look healthy. And Jerks. I say, well, you know, I, I could be a lot healthier, but. Do they uh, end it with, bless your heart? No, I, well, I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. But you know, I guess it's just as a you know kid growing up, my metabolism was always high. I was always mm-hmm. doing sports and whatnot. And uh, I was a, such a small kid that now – you know, after grad school, I wasn't yeah. very active. I was always studying, going to yeah. work. Where now you I got an office desk. job. You just yeah. sit down on your caboose mm-hmm. all day. And I eat, you know, and down here in, you know, South Louisiana, so much good food. So all yeah. the fried foods and everything, just tear that up. Oh, and uh, sodas and sweet tea and all that stuff. And, yeah. you know, it, uh, it, you could just see it in, in me. And I mean, I got, I got to a point where I weighed like 217 pounds. And that was, you know, if I told people I weighed 217 pounds. They'd say, no way, you know. But hey, look! I step on the scale. There it is, and now I'm down to about two oh three. Nice. So after riding a bike for a couple of months, so I lost about about around fifteen pounds. So nice. it's uh feel a little better. Uh, although I'm kind of a little groggy from the the ride this morning. It's just so hot. I, I'm, yeah. I'm used to going in the evenings. This morning I went at ten a.m. where the sun was really starting to you know kick into high gear yeah. uh, during the day. So, um, but well, right. If I had to recommend something, losing weight. Uh, drink nothing. Don't drink your calories. Uh-huh. Uh, whether either walk, get off a bike, walk a lot, 
drink water. Yeah. And you could still kind of eat, I'd say, uh, you know, lay off the carbs yeah. for sure. That's the main thing to lay off of and saturated fat, of course. Um, and I'm not a nutritionist or anything, but those are the, you know, some of the main things. If you start doing that, mm-hmm. you'll see, you'll see much of a difference. Cause see like me at 217 pounds, it, that first, you know, the excess weight is, is not that hard. If you just do those things, you don't have to like really work out. It, it's not that hard to lose. The more you start losing, the harder it gets, though, because right. then you, you start to get past the excess weight, starting to kind of get into, you know, the more, I don't even know what to call it because I'm not a nutritionist or I failed human anatomy so um, <laughs> in college. But, you know, the excess weight is, is real easy to lose if you, you know, don't drink your calories, you know, stay a little active. Like I said, I ride my bike. You know, it's not, yeah. you know, the... It's not like running around. And every now and again, we'll go play tennis or something. And we're getting off into a tangent here. We need to yeah. get to the pro wrestling talk. But no, you, just you, to, you do that beach volleyball, too. Uh, I did it once or twice. I mean, it, see, that that's the kind of thing you need, like, a handful of people to go play. And sometimes it's hard to get a handful of people to go play. Yeah. So, uh, but riding, you know, riding a bike, I could just, you know, go do that on my own. Or uh, playing tennis, you need two people for that. Me and my roommate both have rackets. We go play sometimes. So, between those two things, we do that a few times a week. So, and that, and like I said, but I still, I drink a lot of water. I, uh, you know, and I try to watch what I eat. I don't, I stay away from the fried foods. You know, if you like, instead of getting fried chicken, get grilled chicken. Yeah. It makes all the difference in the world. Do you know Katie's a vegan? I don't know how, but. Like, she doesn't eat dairy. I, I don't know how, once again. <laughs> I mean. Like, she eats like soy cheese and soy milk. And, and that's the thing. Um, see, like, I can't, I would never be able to, you know, people talk, I'll try and eat better. I don't eat healthy. Yeah. I just eat better, but I don't. I don't go to Raisin Canes four times a week. I don't go oh, to McDonald's. God bless the cane sauce. Yeah, God bless Canes though. Uh, I still eat Canes maybe once a week. I usually limit myself once a week. Give me some Canes because you know, if if you stay active, uh, like me on the bike every day, eight to ten miles, four or five times a week. How long does that afford- take you to bike eight to ten miles? It depends. Some some days, uh, ten miles. I've done ten miles in about an hour one time. Oh, that's not bad. And then I've done. You know, ten miles. Sometimes it'll take an hour and a half. So, yeah. Uh, the most, the longest I ever rode for was about two hours. Yeah. So it, it's anywhere between an hour and two hours, just depending on what I'm feeling, how far I want to go, or whatever. You know, sometimes I'm I might be busy that day. I might only have time to ride for an hour, so I'll just go as fast as I can for an hour. I might get seven, eight, nine, maybe ten miles if I'm lucky. Out there. Yeah. So it just depends. Right on. I don't really have. I just kind of go, go with the flow. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, speaking of going with the flow. Yeah, speaking of going with the flow, <laughs> let's uh let's let's go with the flow into some uh some wrestling talk here. Uh, of course, we had all in a week ago, yes. and we all filled out scorecards. And uh, yours truly, your yeah. boy here, came out on top with yeah. seventy nine points. I don't know what all the scores were though. Uh, Cruz uh, calculated all of them up, and I know I'm the all in champ. Apparently, I have a trophy that I've yet to receive. I guess I'll receive it. Next weekend when I go hang out with him to watch. Maybe the other scores were so bad he didn't want to say. I don't know. But, I, you know, and it's funny because I was thinking about it. You know, it seems like Brink, I think Brink has won the most uh, scorecard titles as far as, you know, with, with the main roster scorecards. Yeah. And he rarely even watches the main roster. And then when it comes to All In, you know, Cruz and Brink are the guys that have been watching New Japan and Ring of Honor more so than you and I have, and then I, yet I win all in the yeah, scorecard. So I'm talking about uh, it. It just goes to show you that you know I guess it doesn't necessarily matter if you follow the product or not. Sometimes, um, you know, it's sometimes anybody's guess. You know, people talk about how wrestling's predictable, but a lot of times, it, in in a way, it, it can be unpredictable. And that all yeah. in show was, uh, you know, I don't want to say it was unpredictable, but you know, there was. 
you know, a few couple of surprises, I guess. But for the most part, it, it went how I expected it. You know, the Golden Elite one, uh, Omega one, Saints just scored a touchdown. Yes. So, uh, while, while, while I got I'm, him in both of my leagues. While I'm going with the flow here. Mike uh, Thomas, beast. Uh, Okada won. You know, I expected Okada to win. Uh, so... And now, what I did not expect was Chris Jericho to come out and yeah, you know, that was attack amazing. Omega. You know, I thought that was a one and done kind of de- uh, you know feud done there at Wrestle Kingdom. But apparently, there's going to be more to that on the Jericho cruise. And uh, you know, looking forward to see how that transpires on the Jericho cruise. We won't be able to be there to see it, but I'm sure we'll hear about it and maybe see about it. I wonder since it's an ROH, it's an ROH event, isn't it? With I ROH guess. talent, I don't, I don't really know much about. it. I wonder it. if they're gonna like like broadcasted eventually on ROH World or whatever it's called. Uh, I think it's a Honor Club. Honor Club, yes. Called, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting. I got New Japan World. I don't have Honor Club. But New Japan, uh, speaking of, Road to Destruction uh, started a couple days ago. I need to catch up on that. I started mm-hmm. watching the first one. need to catch up on that because Destruction's coming up, too. That's something we could... We could, uh, I guess, we could have talked. Could about hop on the red eye and go watch in Japan. No, no, no. I, okay. I, not that. I was not going to go that that way with that. Uh, <laughs> I was saying we could have talked about it today, but start a GoFundMe. Let's see. Uh, yeah, you never know. You know. But uh, nonetheless, I am the All In Champion, and I needed that because uh, when it comes to the main roster, I am also the NXT Champion as well. I retained uh, at SummerSlam or at NXT Brooklyn Takeover mm-hmm. Four. Uh, I did retain that as a. Uh, I think Eli's booing me back there, but. But uh, it don't matter. You know, the champ is still here. And uh, now <laughs> I, I I was going to say, in a way, I'm a double champ. But, you know, we didn't, we don't have a belt for the All-In Champ. Just a little trophy. Yeah. It's not something I'm going to be defending. It's something I'm going to have until the next All-In, which could be next year. I have a feeling so, it's, so what you're saying is it kind of equates to the belt that Braun won at the Greatest Royal Rumble? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. Which you, Have you seen him carry that belt around recently? No. No. Of course, he, he's had the Money in the Bank briefcase, which he's going to cash in in one week, so he won't have that anymore. But, uh, yeah, it was something along along those lines. Uh, but hopefully there's an all-in, too. Oh, I, I have a feeling there will be. Uh, because your boys have an inside track on being on Podcast Row. Yeah, that would be, re- that would be really cool. they do. That would be really cool. So uh, hopefully uh, hopefully we can make that happen. That's yeah. going to be interesting to see if we can make that happen. That would be awesome. But, yeah, I am the all-in champ. Uh, I much need to win. I haven't, you know, I haven't won... The main roster uh, belt, the AMP scorecard belt, uh, quite—I haven't won it really ever solely. I've, I've split it with Cruz for the uh, Royal Rumble, but uh, other than that, I never—I never won it outright. So mm-hmm. big win for me, all in. Uh, I gladly accept the award uh, <laughs> and uh, looking forward to uh, all in two. And I'm looking forward to winning the scorecards for all in two in 2019 for whenever yeah, all in two baby. may happen. So. Yeah. Oh well, he lies over there, salty, but it's okay. Yeah. Speaking of all, it'd be nice if they come down like to Houston or Dallas, uh-huh. somewhere close. Uh, I, I don't know if I see. I don't. Well, I don't know. Cody's from Georgia, so uh, I could see Cody bringing it down to the South somewhere. Ooh, Atlanta, that'd be a good town. Yeah, Atlanta would be a good town to go to. I think. Um, and there's a lot of history there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time. Uh, H-Town would be very nice because that's yeah. just a hop, skip, and a fart away yeah, for us. two-hour little drive down on Interstate 10 over there, so uh, that would be yeah. real cool. All right, so I am the all-in champ. I fully accept. It was a great event. Uh, I'm honored that I was able to you know, come out on top and uh, <laughs> get, get the most points here as I, I'm booed once again. I feel like this is what Roman Reigns feels like, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. like to be Roman Reigns, I guess. Uh, so let's dive now into what's going to be happening a week from now. That's going to be Hell 
in a cell. Let me go down the match card here real quick, and then we're going to talk about what's going to be happening yes. uh, in the upcoming week as far as we are concerned. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice in a mixed tag match. AJ Styles defending his WWE Championship against Samoa Joe. The New Day will defend their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against a team that is to be determined. Roman Reigns will be defending his Universal Championship against Braun Strowman inside hell in a cell. Yes. They're going to tear each other apart. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And this is Braun Strowman's Money in the Bank cash-in match. Ronda Rousey's defending her Raw Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton will be going one-on-one inside hell in a cell as well. And Charlotte Flair will be defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Becky Lynch. And I must say, I am thoroughly enjoying heel Becky Lynch. Yes. Let me ask you this. Um, you made the little comment about the Braun and Roman match. So he has to cash in on this match? Yeah, he's like basically said, I'm cashing it in at Hell in a Cell. That is my cash in match. But why? He always he already has a match with Roman. That's the match. That, I know. But they, they the mat, that match was not scheduled and Braun, and uh, Braun said, Hey, look, I'm cashing this in. I want my title shot at Hell in a Cell. And that's what he's getting. Oh, and then they gave him the match. Yeah, and then they gave him the oh, match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay. That match was not originally planned. I got you. So, but it's now planned because Braun's cashing in his money in the bank. I got you. Picks. Okay. So okay. He's uh he he's not gonna be the guy that's gonna cash in, you know, behind someone's back. Like he's he's blatantly said it. I'm gonna cash in in front of your face. I'm gonna let you know when it's coming. And now Roman Reigns is well aware that, you know, it, and I don't know. This is gonna be interesting to see. We'll uh, tune in, you know. I think we're doing the show. We're doing the show, what, Friday? Yes. For the, the Hell in the Cell preview show? That is correct. What time? Uh, you know what time yet? Or we're, Yeah, I think it was 2. 2 o'clock? Okay, yeah. that's... that's, that's 2.30. Yeah, 2.30. Let's do 2.30 if, if possible. Yeah. Or whatever, because I'm going to be leaving work early at 2 o'clock. i got to go up to Shreveport, but I'm going to be on... You know, I'm going to join mm-hmm. you guys via Skype. Via or whatever. Skype. I might just be able to join via the, the phone line or whatever. Whatever is the easiest. We'll figure it out because... I don't know what my cell reception is going to be like driving up through the, the forest up there in Louisiana. Yeah. So, oh, you're right about uh, that. North Louisiana. So uh, we'll see. But that's going to be Friday. Be on the lookout for this weekend. We're gonna we're in a battle now. With uh, We had our battle with WrestleCast. We have all the gold. Although we didn't win the team title, we got a, another team battle. We're going up against three guys from PW Scorecards. What three guys are we going up against against PW Scorecards? Uh, let's see. I think you sent us their Twitter handles. Yes. I can't remember what they are though. Me neither. Oh well. But Doesn't well, matter. Well, they'll they'll be on the show next week Bunch with us of as well. <laughs> they'll be on the show with us next week. But I tell you what, you know, it, it's three all, jabronis. You know, and you, you sit there and you do the tra- the trash talk. It's all in good fun because uh, you know what these guys uh, in in all reality. Um, these guys, what they've done with these scorecards is truly amazing. They've mm-hmm. made the pay-per-view so much more fun, at least for us, and I know yeah. a bunch of other people as well. So, you know, win or lose, big props to those guys for creating these scorecards. It's well done every week. Um, you know, they're not perfect, but because there's always a question here and there about yeah, something. Not but, perfect. But, <laughs> but it, you know, it's all in good fun. Uh, it's truly, I filled one, ever since I learned about it, uh, I think it was mid, middle of last year, last summer 2017, I learned about it. I filled one out every single month since yeah. then, and it just makes it so much more fun, a little friendly competition, uh, which is now kind of blown over across the pond, across the country, is there in Las Vegas, uh, between us here at the, the AMP crew. So it, it's it's truly uh, awesome and fun. If you guys have not you know, played along yet with PW Scorecards, filling out a scorecard for the big major pay-per-view events, you got to do it. It's fun. It's, it's really a good time, and it's really a good way to you know test just how much you think you know about pro wrestling because let me tell you a lot of the times there's you know a certain amount of points you can get 
we don't even come close to getting those total amount of points because it's more unpredictable than you think. Right. And if you're a wrestling fan, you got to check these dudes out. PW scorecards on Twitter. Um, and also you share it with your friends because mm-hmm. these guys should be way bigger than they are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is, it's uber fun. And like you said, it's well done. Yes. It, the graphics are always amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always wondering. Oh, okay, what's the next card going to look like? Yeah, because, no, because they, they, they're really they're really creative. Yeah, because the all in card looked very different yep. than they the ones they do for WWE and the ones they even do for WWE. I remember when I first found out about them, I you know was looking at their scorecard, and then there was another entity. I don't even remember what the other entity was. It, they had another scorecard, but you know. It just didn't look as clean on the paper as PW scorecards did. I mean, their their cards were very clean, very you know thorough. Uh, they said rules at the bottom. It, it was re- just so well done, and I just I, I guess in a way fell in love with it to to fill those out for every single pay per view event. Now you fill them out, Elijah fills them out, Brink fills them out, you know, Cruz, me, and then we got the WrestleCast guys on it, and everybody's filling them out, and it's really cool. So. If you get the chance, if you want to, you know, make the pay-per-views a little more fun, go follow PW Scorecards, print the scorecards out, and play along with us. Send us your scorecards on Twitter or Facebook. Play along with us. See how you kind of measure up against mm-hmm. us because, let's face it, I mean, we have good weeks and we have, I mean, good months and we have bad months. So, it, it's all in good fun. It's really anybody, it's anybody's guess as far as, you know, who's going to win every month. So, it's really right. fun, really cool. I highly recommend it. And tune in Friday because we're going to have the creators of these scorecards on the podcast with us. They're going to go head-to-head, three versus three. They're three guys versus me, Brink, and Cruz, like we did with WrestleCast. It's going to be really fun. Uh, Big-time bragging rights. Uh, we're, I think we're a little more excited about this because we're going up against the creators of these scorecards. So it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really interesting. And uh, whew, I can't wait to see who comes out on top. And, you know, um, one thing that impressed me about the guys over there, uh, the head dude, um, I'm at a loss for his name right now, but... I do know, uh, boy, can he talk some smack? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because I, I, I guess I would say I fancy myself as an online smack talker. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't fancy myself as that at all. And I think I got some pretty good game. Yeah. And the comebacks that this guy was having, oh, I yeah. was like, oh, this guy's good. The very witty, very witty uh, gentleman over there, at PW Scorecards. Yeah. And then I tried to bait Unc Dave again. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, he didn't take the bait though. No, he's not gonna take the bait. He's a uh, man. He he he's he's found himself in so much hot water as of late. Uh, if I was him, I would just say what you gotta say on social media and then leave it. You know, don't yeah. even I wouldn't even acknowledge you know fans because all they're gonna do is just jump on you like just like you do. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was gonna be good, but uh, he must be minding his p's and q's. Well, you know, speaking of the PW scorecard uh, battle, uh, Brinkman initially sent out the the challenge. He put yep. out a little video, and I think we have the audio here uh, real quick. You want to pull it up? Right. Roll it, Chris. Damn, WrestleCast. Y'all did it again. It's closer, but y'all still beat us. And that's okay. It was a good, friendly competition, a good, friendly rivalry. I can't wait to do it again. But first, I've got some business I need to take care of. Yeah, y'all won the team battle. Yeah, woohoo, good job, yay. Hey, look who's your champion, boys. The AMP Scorecard Championship is back around Rainmaker Congo's waist. It's in Basil, where it belongs. It's been here the longest because I am the longest reigning defending AMP Scorecard Champion. I am now a three-time AMP Scorecard Champion. I'm also 
the true double champion. See this big old W looking pretty and shit? Hey, that stands for WrestleCast. Guess what WrestleCast doesn't have right now? A home champion. They have a foreign invader, and his name is Rainmaker Congo. Now, fellas, don't worry. I'll be back. I'll defend it. I will wear it proudly. I will wear it with honor, and I'll also successfully de- defend it. How you doing, Morton? Anyway, back to what really matters. This AMP scorecard championship. Yes, it is around my waist again. Yes, I will defend it again. But before I do that, PW scorecards. I see you. Threw a little tweet out there on the tweet machine saying y'all went in on the action. Well, guess what, fellas? Now's your chance. Rainmaker Conga, Jufro Assassin, that boy Pat, the members of the AMP podcast challenge you guys and gals. 3v3, hell in a cell. I know what you're thinking. Y'all just lost two in a row to WrestleCast. What makes you think we would want to challenge you 3v3? Easy. Highest individual total gets the AMP scorecard championship. That's why I'm a double champion. As a team, we didn't have enough points to beat WrestleCast. Individually, I had the highest score out of all of them, and honestly, if it wasn't for Jufro, we probably would have won that. But anyway, we're not going to get that. We're not going to get into that. The challenge has been made. Amp PW scorecards, Hell in a Cell, individual title, uh, individual winner gets the Amp scorecard championship. Spoiler alert: It's me. Yeah, so Brink right there, straight spitting fire. Yeah, he's a. Uh... You know, he, he's fired up after that, after getting the AMP scorecard title and the WrestleCast uh, yeah. scorecard championship as well. So bring the double champ right now. Uh, how, really how fired you feeling, up. Martin? He's, uh, yeah, Martin's, uh, I think, I don't know, Martin's seen better days, obviously, yeah. over there at, uh, at WrestleCast. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how he's going to get his uh, WrestleCast uh, belt or they're going to get their WrestleCast belt back. I wonder how that how we're going to work. I don't think we uh-huh. really determined they, that. They're going to have to wait patiently. Yeah, they have to wait patiently. They might not get a chance until... Maybe, well, I don't know what's after Hell in a Cell. It would be something in October. Or it'd be the Super Showdown, maybe. Yeah. Super Showdown's coming up October the 6th. Uh, Triple H versus uh, The Undertaker. Last time ever. Looking forward to that. Or Spe- is it? It, it should, If they're going to build it as that, it better be. <laughs> it freaking better be. Well, I mean, how many times did we think The Undertaker retired? Once. Oh, Truly once. Come on. Truly once. You, you, you had the thing where they had the dual show, and then he said something there that made it sound like that was it. Nah, I mean, what, with the Raw 25? Yeah. Well, the only time I thought he was going to truly retire was when he lost to Roman Reigns. At he left his gear in the ring. He left his gear in the ring. You don't leave your gear in the ring if you're not going to retire. And then, of course, he came back against John Cena. That was the only time. Like, when he lost to Lesnar, I thought maybe down, I said, okay, now he has, you know, there's nothing really left to wrestle for. The only thing he was sticking around for was the streak. And now that that's broken, I thought maybe then, of course, you know, they never officially said it, whereas... You know, when he lost to Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns kept saying, I retired The Undertaker, and they kept... And then Michael Cole started saying that we were of the, quote, belief that Roman Reigns retired The Undertaker. And then after that, I was like, well, you know what? Maybe he's not retired. But as Jim Ross said, I listen to Jim Ross's podcast every week. He'll believe, he, he will believe it when he sees it. Yeah, because money talks. Yes. And obviously, Vince is throwing it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as far as The Undertaker retiring, I agree with Jim Ross. I will believe it 
when I see it. The day yeah. that the Undertaker says he's retiring, I will believe it. Until then, I don't believe it's he's going to retire. But granted, you know, there's some other things he can do. Other, you know, I mean, he'll he'll fight Triple H at Super Showdown. That'll be the last time ever, and you know, whatever. But maybe we see a Undertaker Shawn Michaels again because mm. what happened on Raw. Um, I want to talk about this bizarre Raw. I saw the thing on Reddit. Uh, that, you know why? Let's see here. Reasons why last night's Raw. This was posted on Tuesday. Reasons why last night's Raw was one of the most bizarre episodes to ever air. And this is a fairly long list. I'm going to go through this. First on, first of all, we got a full-on Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker tease in 2018. Mm-hmm. I saw that segment. Really cool segment. Lita versus Mickey James is also happening in 2018. That'll be happening, of course, at Evolution. Alexa Bliss won a match with an armbar. Elias told us about how much he hates women who hit men. <laughs> um, we got to watch Bobby Lashley meditate with Jinder Mahal. Oh, Lord. The Ascension called Chad Gable a duck butt and were <laughs> defeated by him and Bobby Roode, who are now teaming as father and son. But that wasn't even the weirdest alliance of the night. Wait, who was teaming as father and son? Uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, who are now teaming as father and oh, son. I don't, Lord. I don't get that, but uh, but like I said, not the weirdest alliance of the night. As now, Drake Maverick, all four feet of him, is the <laughs> is AOP's new manager in what may be the most universe mode esque team in WWE history. It, That's something you would see on the universe mode on 2K. That it, it's it's crazy. And and shout out to Ryan K. Bowman, uh, editor in chief over at thegorillaposition.com. Shout out. Uh, he said that that moment blew his mind when Drake Maverick was walking down with the AO uh, with the with the gear on. Mm-hmm. He said he looked so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody deemed him as Shield two point five or something like that. Because <laughs> man, they were like he's dressed like him and everything, but he's gonna be their mouthpiece. So I'm actually kind of interested to see you know mm-hmm. how they play Drake Maverick with the Authors of Pain. So hopefully, so is he not on 205 Live anymore? No, he's still, he's, the gen- he, he's still the general manager of 205 Live. Well, isn't that kind of a conflict of interest? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I mean, they both under WWE as far as I mean, they can do it. It's good. I like the fact that they're, you know, having a 205 Live person, you know, do something on Raw. It's kind of like I saw Luke Harper uh, showed up at an NXT house show and challenged Ricochet. Oh. So, like, stuff like that. Have, yeah. you know, your main roster guys, you know, interact with NXT, NXT interact with 205, 205 interact with Raw or SmackDown. It's, to me, that 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 works, you know, but like, like I gotta, that. I got to be honest. I've always been a Rockstar Spud fan, mm-hmm. and, um, he was just getting lost on 205 Live because let's be honest, who really watches that? Well, I don't know. Not many. I mean, I watch some of it, but yeah, Elijah watches it. Well, I mean, one of the few. <laughs> but anyway, more on why Raw was the most bizarre episode to ever yes. air last Monday. Brie Bella failed a suicide dive not once <laughs> but twice, and Liv Morgan of all people was the MVP of the match. Oh, my goodness. The Shield was arrested, processed, and let go within less than three hours on Labor Day and came back in an ambulance. Kevin Owens came back after retiring for one week, attacking someone he had no history with and helping Braun, who he was feuding with just two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Drew Gulak was one of them for no... Oh, wait, hold on. Baron Corbin sent out a full-fledged army to basically murder the Shield and lay their dead bodies next to each other. Drew Gulak was one of them for no apparent reason. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre actually won the tag titles. And this episode was so insane that it's gone completely forgotten. And uh, the guy ends by saying, I'm not sure what to feel. He also edited and put, 
it may come off like I'm bashing Raw, but I'm actually quite enjoyed the absurdity of it. <laughs> well, maybe because I saw a thing that Stanford University is doing these studies that figure uh, if you take a little bit of LSD at the workplace, mm -hmm. you're more productive. Maybe even maybe creative went a little bit too far with the little bit part and just took a whole uh, lot of LSD. I don't know. I mean, because a lot of things I just you know reeled off there. That's that's a hell of a raw. I watched some of it. I especially saw the Shawn Michaels Undertaker segment, which was I mean really like. Of course, I was watching uh, college football. That it was the opening weekend of college football. They had Florida State, Virginia Tech. So I was flipping back and forth. So I didn't see. It raw in its entirety, but I did see bits and pieces of it. The Drake Maverick thing was my favorite, though. <laughs> my goodness, Drake Maverick with AOP, that is a... Uh, his cover photo on his Twitter is hilarious because <laughs> you see uh, Akum and Razar, and you see, like, maybe two inches of Drake Maverick's head because <laughs> he's so short. It's it's That's really funny. it's really great. So um, those are all the reasons why this past Monday's Raw may be the most bizarre Raw that ever happened but at certain points did Shawn michael's face look like a hound dog you know sean uh it, you know first of all seeing Shawn michaels without his long hair is yes. weird. um but he had a really old face and it yeah looked i know droopy. His, yes he, he did he I'm did look like he's aged dog. but um you know i mean as far as like his physique it looks like he can still go obviously he has not wrestled in what eight years now over eight years that's a long time to not be in yeah. the ring he, and you know i do a, one of the main points of that that segment was Sean was saying, I was true to my word. I told you I was going to retire if you beat me, and I retired, and I've stayed away. I've stayed away ever since, and now they're starting to tease. And now, obviously, we're going to talk about this in Rumor Mill maybe a little bit mm -hmm. coming up here. But, uh, you know, Sean was true to his word. Uh, you know, everybody was talking about uh, it was a Royal Rumble 2017 in San Antonio, maybe a dream match with Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles, that would have been really cool. Mm, but um, obviously, Sean has not wrestled in a very long time. Uh, he's even come out and said, you know, if I get back in the ring, I'm not going to be the showstopper that I once was. You know, um, it's just not going to happen. So um, we're going to dive more of this, obviously, into a rumor mill here coming up in just a little bit. But that's all the reasons why Raw was bizarre. I mean, I think, you know, I yeah. obviously reeled off enough weird things. Well, one more observation. Um, somebody should have told Sean to shave his arms mm -hmm. because he had a lot of old man hair on his arms too. Shawn Michaels is always a hairy individual. Yeah, like, like shave those arms. Like people expect hair down on the bottom of your arm. Yeah. But he had a bunch of hair like at the top of his arm. Like mm -hmm. old man looking hair. Like shave it, dude. Come <laughs> on. No, they got razors back there. Yep. So but uh we're gonna talk a little more about Shawn Michaels coming up in a rumor mill here yeah. in just a little bit. Right now, though, it's time for the return Oy! of mail call. We got some mail to discuss. Yes, we do. And if you want to get your mail featured on the show, you can always hit us up on our social media at the average marks, just DM us, or you can do it the old fashioned way by not sending us a letter because I very rarely check our P.O. box, but you can email us. Yeah. Some of you kids might not know what that is, but you can email us at averagemarks at uh, gmail.com. Email's very popular these days, guys. Get on it. Um, so the first one comes uh, from Morgan in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking this is a girl because obviously that name could go both ways. Yeah, I guess. It doesn't sound like a message I know more, that a dude I know more female Morgans than... Well, I don't know. I do know a male. I do a okay. So yeah, it could go either way. Like if if you're a dude and your name's Morgan, I'm clowning you because <laughs> I know one Morgan. I do know one Morgan for sure. Because to me, head. that sounds like a girl name. Yeah, it kind of. It somewhat is. Yeah, but yeah. 
But it could go both ways. But I guess that, that you know, that's like Kelly. I have a cousin guy named Kelly. And then, uh, like, so it, it, sometimes it depends on maybe how you spell it. Too. If my interesting note, if my dad would have had his way, my middle name would have been Kelly. With a Y. Kelly with a Y is like more of a guy yeah. kind of name. Yeah. Don't go with IE if you're going to name no, your son Kelly. Not, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> the nuances of names. So this is for Morgan from H Town. And I'm just going to say she because uh, this sounds like something a girl would say. Uh, and this is directed towards me. Okay. Mike, you male chauvinistic pig. If Izzy wants to ha- and has the skills to be a professional wrestler, then what's the problem? Here's the problem, Morgan, in Houston. <laughs> it's not her. I don't care if she has ambitions to be a professional wrestler. She needs to pick a better promotion to do it. And it needs to be a female championship. And I'll tell you why. Number one. Obviously, this promotion does not respect the business because there's no way in Hades that a 12 year I don't know how old she is, but a 12-year-old girl is going to get over on a grown man. <laughs> there is no way. So it's unbelievable from the get-go. And what, right? t- what t- do you know what title she won? What was it? She won their like, heavyweight championship. So basically, at the next big event, we're going to get Izzy versus Nicholas for some kind of championship <laughs> here. That's what I'm thinking. The intergender belt that uh, James Ellsworth created, right? For the the, except they should be like an, an under like an under eighteen uh, a belt out there for you know, and the championship will be uh, Izzy versus Nicholas. And let's don't get it twisted. This promotion, Punk Pro Wrestling, whatever they're called, I probably shouldn't even shout them out. But the reason why they're using Izzy is because she has major social media reach. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get rub off of Izzy. Yeah. They don't care about Izzy. They just care about the attention that they will get on Reddit or Twitter or anywhere else because of Izzy. Yeah. And so not only does this slap wrestling in the face as a business, mm-hmm. it slaps all the boys in the back in the face. Yeah, it does. Because, obviously, there is many more deserving people in that locker room than Izzy to be a champion of punk pro wrestling. Yeah, because, you know, as a guy, and I mean, this would, this would be my personal thought, you know, hypothetically, if I was a professional wrestler, I spent years in a promotion trying to work my way to the top, and then this 12-year-old girl comes in and wins the, the main title of the promotion. Just because she has 10,000 Twitter followers. Yeah, like, I would, I'd be a little upset about that. Yeah. So... Uh, so. Yeah. So I was not necessarily digging on Izzy because obviously she has aspirations to be Bailey 2.0. Yeah. And if she wants to be Bailey 2.0, then more power to her. It's just yeah. she's 12 years old right now. She has no business being in a promotion winning heavyweight title belts. I mean, from a dude. Unless, you, I mean, now I guess she could, but there's no way in hell that we're going to be taking that promotion seriously. Exactly. Because it's too unbelievable. But hey, like, you know, she's having fun out there winning belts. And, you know, hey, I mean, if I was 12 years old and, uh, prom- uh, you know, a promotion called me and said, hey, we want you to win our heavyweight title belt, uh, yeah, I'll sign up for that. So we're not necessarily blaming Izzy. We're just kind of on, you know, the fact that why on earth is this promotion, you know, having a 12-year-old girl win their heavyweight title, uh, is, you know, if you want to be taken seriously, that's not what you do. Right. And it would have been more believable because it was a regular match. It was a regular match. Yeah. And she beat him. It would have been more believable if she would have turned heel 
had some goons come from the back, beat the crap out of this dude, and then she cover him. That I could have rocked with. Mm -hmm. This, I just can't do it, Morgan, and that's my reasons. All right. All right, so we got uh, Wilson. Wilson. From Springfield, Missouri. And this is to Patrick. Now, Wilson, why did your parents give you a last name for a first name? <laughs> I know, I know, I know a guy named Wilson. Is his first, first really? Name. Yeah. Well, then you're just making me feel bad all around over here, Patrick. Oh, I'm you know, sorry. I, just, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to. Didn't dang gum. I'm clowning these people's <laughs> names, and they're like your boys. <laughs> I'm just. I'm not trying to. You know, nobody can choose their name. No, it's nobody's <laughs> fault. Like you were talking about. Oh no, they can. They can go to the court. Well, they can, they can but go change that bad I mean, boy. Yeah, I guess you could, but you know, they can't. Obviously, when they come out of the womb, they can't choose their names. So right and. I don't know. Or you could just assume some dead person. Well, I've, uh, heard, I've heard worse names than Wilson. Yeah, you're right. A lot worse. You're right. Uh, so this is to you. This is from Wilson from uh, Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this has been a touchy subject for months now. Yeah. Um, literally. Yeah. He, Wilson says, Mia Khalifa. Oh, Lord. <laughs> is known for her horizontal wrestling. Yes. Do you think she has the physical attributes needed to be a professional wrestler? Uh, well, here's the thing about Mia Khalifa. She bashed pro wrestling at one point. Yes, she did. Within the last year, and a lot of wrestling fans gave her some heat. She actually went to a promotion. And a bunch took of a, boys were giving her heat, too. Yeah, and she, uh, she actually went to a promotion and, and took a, a bump yeah. from somebody. I don't remember what the promotion was or anything, but she went and she took a bump. Um... I don't know. It's tough to say. I don't know She's how. She's been training. I mean, you know, what what she uh, used to do as a profession, obviously, <laughs> you, you need some, I guess, some stamina, so a little bit of <laughs> little bit of muscle. and yeah, need some cardio. She has the look. I mean, let's put it this way. If we're talking looks, I mean, she looks good to me. She looks phenomenal to me. I think she's a gorgeous girl. Um, and she's... Uh, she can talk a little bit. She's on radio shows, podcasts, and stuff like that. So she can talk a little bit. Uh, as far as the athleticism to be a professional wrestler, uh, that's tough to say. I would say probably not. But There's a video out there. I don't know if you've seen it out, but she's been training, and they had this female wrestler in there with her, and she was stretching her out, man. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know what we all know Mia Khalifa to be uh, in her past profession, which she is now retired from, but... Um, you know, obviously that, yeah, that, that take, yeah, she's rich as hell now, but obviously that takes some, you know, athleticism, some, you know, flexibility, I guess. So, uh, I would say as far as her being a professional wrestler, what she has, she probably has the tools to build a solid foundation to be a professional wrestler, but there's so much more to it that, uh, if she, if she ever, for some reason wanted to be a professional wrestler, she, uh, she'd have a, she has a ways to go. Now, let me ask you this. So let's do a little fantasy booking right here. You're you're the head honcho at like a top tier indie promotion. Yep. A la Impact, ROH. Yeah. Uh maybe even we throw uh Pro Wrestling Gorilla in here. Mm-hmm. Um would you give her a chance? I would give her a chance. Um I'd give her a chance to train. And, you know, if I feel like she, because as far as the name, she's got the name, she's got the recognition, at least. Obviously, when she comes in, because of what she said, all the people in the back are going to have instant heat with her. 
I guess in a way, but I'm, I, you know, she'd have to pay her dues, obviously. Uh-huh. But I'll, uh, and she, you know, it won't be like Ron, Ronda Rousey. Whereas, you know, within a year, you're gonna be in the title picture. No, obviously not. You're gonna have to go in there, put on some matches and and whatnot. I mean, I'd give her a chance. I mean, if she was, you know, I, I would give anyone a chance who was serious about, um, you know, wanting to be a professional wrestler, somebody I could see putting in the work. And sure, why not? You know Plus, what? I like, would- you know. I mean, she looks great. I mean, she could be, she could start off as like a manager of a heel. Like a valet? Because, you know, like a heel. She could be a heel manager because, like you said, she already has heat with a lot of people based on her, you know, what, what she said about pro wrestling. So mm-hmm. have her as a, I mean, she's very nice to look at by by all means. And she's uh, and she's almost like a, a Zelina Vega in a way, you know, like yeah. Zelina Vega's that heel manager with Andrade Cien Almas. So, I'd put her in a similar role. Of course, Alina Vega can actually wrestle, but uh, I'd put Mia Khalifa in that at that similar role first until she's ready to really go in the ring. Then we kind of get her feet wet, get her going, see you know, see where it goes from there. Yeah, you, you know what I would do if I was if if I said okay, it's worth the chance because I want the internet rub off of this. Oh yeah, I would for her first match. I would put her in there with the toughest girl I got. Like, shoot tough and tell her, look, you go in there and you act like you're, you're Vader. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the stiffest match you've ever done in your life, mm-hmm. and you give her the works. Mm-hmm. And let's see if she really loves it and wants to do it. Yep. Because uh, if she's getting in like a shoot beating in there, she may not, she like may not come back next week. No, she may not. So, But if she does, man, you know but you got something. But that's the thing. People like that... You don't necessarily have to put them in that type of match. You can put them through the the grueling training and exercise that most wrestlers, if not all the wrestlers, got to go through to get to that point. And if she can survive that, then she has a chance. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people who can't even survive that without even getting into a match like that first. Yeah, you're right. So that's what I would do with her. So that's Melko. All right. Back. I love talking about Mia Khalifa. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't talk about, you know, the other thing she likes to do, but... <clears throat> Google it. Yeah, Google. Google. Well, I'll be careful when you Google Mia Khalifa. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, don't do it at work. Be, ca- be very, very careful. Do it at you're, home. You're surround- yes, do it at home. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's talk about now uh, something that's uh, returning. It's the Mixed Match Challenge. That'll be back uh, here um, coming up September 18th. It'll be on Facebook Watch. It returns... Here are the teams: Miz and Oscar. Same, see the couple of teams, same as last year. Miz and Oscar, Strowman and Bliss. I can't wait to see what they do with Strowman and Bliss. Yeah. There was that one spot, the last mixed match challenge, where like Bliss fell onto Braun and like yeah. like on top of him. Like I was like, oh man, if I was Braun, I I wouldn't have been able to get up at all <laughs> for for many reasons. Um, Rusev and Lana is also a team. Jimmy Uso and Naomi, a couple of uh, married people, mm-hmm. uh, married folks there. Finn Balor and Bailey, that'll be kind of interesting. Yep. Sasha Banks, Bobby Lashley, nice. R Truth and Carmella. Oh, wow. That's been that, that's been interesting because it seems like I've been watching you know bits and pieces of SmackDown the last couple of weeks, and R Truth has been like searching for Carmella, and like he ran into Maurice the other day and thought it was Carmella, like Carmella, you know, and thought it was Carmella. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. So, uh, but they're going to be t- uh, teaming up for the mixed match challenge. Alicia Fox and Jinder Mahal. You're still wondering why they're finding stuff for Alicia Fox to do. Like, just let her go. Like, why? I mean, let her go like her hairline. You know Mm. what I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, just like, why are you continually fighting? What does she have on you, Vince McMahon? What <laughs> pictures does she have that can be so damning that you keep finding stuff consistently for this no-talent hack to do? I mean, just ask Stone Cold what you should do with her. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the time on Tough Enough where the girl answered that her favorite match was like Alicia Fox and somebody else. And Stone know. Cold like almost like legitly hit her. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised he didn't. <laughs> yeah, you could tell he was holding back. He was so mad. But uh, oh, and also last two teams: AJ Styles and Charlotte. Oh, snap. and Kevin how, Owens and Natalia. How can how there. can AJ Styles and Charlotte not get? I mean, that's they should win. Exactly, they're gonna. I mean, that's the team. Also, a funny post that uh, Natalia put on her Instagram: the uh, the graphic of her and Kevin Owens as the mixed match challenge team. She put the. Uh, Caption as meow ko, <laughs> and then Sasha Banks uh, replies to or comments on this picture. Basically, they should be called Kevin Hart. Oh, okay, that's, that's kind of clever. I, I, right. I, I like that from old yeah. Sasha Banks coming in, uh, giving them the name Kevin Hart. So that'll be happening uh, starting Facebook uh, Tuesday, September eighteenth on Facebook Watch. The mixed match challenge is back. Like if I, if I was Natalia, I don't know how I'd feel because you're not getting the same. KO that you had before, you're getting uh, the KO that they just made look like a big old punk yeah. over and over and over again. And now he's more of a chicken-ass heel than he ever has been. Yeah. Well, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Kevin Owens going forward now that he's back. So, But, I mean, by God, please, I mean, is this like double elimination or single elimination, or how does it work? Uh, I think it's single elimination, but they get to a point where like they get. A ch I think the fans can vote a team back in. Uh, that's how they did it the first time. I'm not exactly sure of the format, if it's the same this time or if it's different. If it's the same, it's single elimination, and I think it gets to a point. Well, I don't know. Let me look here real quick. Because, I mean, if I can pull it up. Look, I'm okay with Gender and Alicia losing their first match. <laughs> get, a, get them out of there. I don't know how the form. I guess uh, whatever the format was the first time, it might be the same as of right now. They only released the teams. I think. So. I don't think many people watched that. Did you? I watched it here and there. It was a uh, no. You didn't watch it, Elijah. It was it on was, Facebook. It was okay. It was okay because, like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the little storyline they gave with uh, Braun and Alexa Bliss. The I guess the uh, the tension there uh, mm -hmm. between the two that was kind of funny. So. Uh, you know, the wrestling was, wasn't bad, but it was like the little storylines kind of in there with the unorthodox teams that they, they make with the men and the women. So yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's, you know, it's certainly not the best wrestling you'll ever see, but it's, uh, it, it's somewhat interesting. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I'll probably give it a, a view or two. Now, I think it would be more interesting if it wasn't so much of like this clips from, a SmackDown show or a Raw show, mm -hmm. I think they should have them like in an empty arena somewhere where nobody knows what's going to happen, where this is like the first time anybody sees it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the way they're going to do it is like on Tuesdays, like maybe after SmackDown, they're going to, wherever SmackDown's at, they're going to have them there and they're going to put on a couple of matches every week and it's going to mm -hmm. be live on Facebook on Tuesday nights. So there you have it. Yeah. That's what's going to be going down there. All right, it's time for Rumor Mill. Uh -huh. So you got a few things on Rumor Mill here. We got a lot to talk about in Rumor Mill. Right. Um, so per Unc Dave and his dudes over at Pro Wrestling Observer, um, Brock Lesnar still hasn't signed his deal to fight Daniel Cormier as of right now. You think he's scared? 
Uh, Little I DC? I don't think he's scared. Lafayette native? I don't think he's scared. I, I think with Brock, it's probably a matter of uh, when, where, and how much. DC is so short. This is going to be like Mac from Mike Tyson's boxing. Oh, no. It ain't going to be that bad. Trying to fight Brock Lesnar. Uh, I don't know. They they talked about that match or that fight happening maybe anytime between November and January. So I think right now they're just trying to figure out a good date, a good time, and the, the money, obviously. Yeah. So I think it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I don't know when, but you know damn good and well when that match is made official, it's going to be all over the place. Now, you know, I'm all about rep the boot. And Daniel Cormier, I appreciate what you've done for Lafayette, Louisiana, putting us on the map. Uh, but uh, Brock's going to kill you, bro. I guess we'll find out. Brock and Brock's looking looking a little more trim and yeah. you know and and I guess swollen away mm-hmm. uh, when it, the the build up to SummerSlam. So he's definitely been training for this fight. So it's I think it's going to happen. I don't, you know Dana White knows that Brock is money in UFC. So mm-hmm. uh, he's definitely and then of course they have the altercation after uh, Daniel Cormier's last fight. So it, it's it going to happen. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when, and it, it'll happen. Yeah, hopefully they don't do that again because it looks so staged. It was so yeah, it kind of does so bad. But Brock talked really well. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. That's just you know, it it's Brock's actually not a bad talker when he's just kind of going off the cuff, you know, yeah. and uh, he's just being himself. Yeah, and he can cuss, you know. So <laughs> it's not like on WWE TV where it's scripted and you got to say certain things. No, Brock, you don't, you can't, you can't have a script for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You just got to let him be him and talk. So one that we alluded to a little bit earlier, uh, the general feeling on Shawn Michaels, and this is from cagesideseats.com, seems to be that if he comes back for a tag team match at the next Saudi Arabia show uh, that has been rumored, he'll likely work another match later on as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, That was also said. I'm looking for the link. I think Dave Meltzer actually... Said the same thing on the Wrestling Observer. Um, the feeling is that Shawn Michaels will probably come back for maybe a tag match at, you know, the there's a Saudi Arabia event in November that they're having, which I haven't seen much about, but uh, apparently there's going to be, you know, the this kind of this match or this event in Saudi Arabia on November the 2nd that WWE is putting on, and apparently Shawn Michaels could return. In a tag match. I don't know who he's going to tag with. Uh, Come on, it had to be DX. Yeah, I guess so. Him and Triple H. I I guess so, yeah. But uh, we'll, you know, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. But the 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 thought is that Shawn Michaels will be or will come out of retirement, wrestle maybe one more match. It'll be a tag match, and he probably won't be, you know, the the showstopper that he's been, you know, as we've come to know uh, and love. But you know, we're. Lo- I'm looking forward to having O H B Shizzle back in the <laughs> in the ring because he's one of my top five favorite wrestlers uh, ever. Needs to get some uh, injections in that face, pull it up a little bit. Yeah, I know he's looking a little old, but I mean, you know, it, it happens. It's mother, it's uh, you know, father time uh, undefeated. <laughs> so uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got for. I just you know, but uh, we'll obviously keep you know keep track of that story going forward. Uh, the last thing we have in rumor mill, though, is uh, maybe a big stable forming in WWE. Soon. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, according to WrestlingNewsSource.com, apparently there's a lot of rumblings that uh, WWE is going to give Paul Heyman a stable. And they're saying either 1A or 1B is 
either the stable is going to be headed by Kevin Owens or the stable is going to be headed by Ronda Rousey. I'd be cool with having them both. Now, you exactly. Have turn, you have to turn Ronda heel, I think, which is possible. But as of right now, I don't see that happening. Or somehow turn Kevin Owens' face. I don't know. I mean, now, a lot of people would probably say they could never see Kevin Owens as a face. I could see Kevin Owens as a face. I think he'd be a tremendous face. I think he could be. He has a, a love and passion for pro wrestling like no one else. And, you know, if he has to become a face, I think they can... But then, make him but then Heyman would have to turn face, too. Yeah, and Heyman would turn face. But Heyman's one of those guys. It doesn't matter if he's a heel or a face. Uh, they, is He's good on the mic. Uh, he's... And even as a heel, he can kind of get the he can get the crowd into it because he knows he knows the right things to say. Now, a few months ago, we talked about how Ronda's girls from the UFC and MMA are training at the development center. Mm-hmm. What happens if it is it is Ronda, and then she brings in her girls? They pull up uh, Baszler, and it's an all it's an all woman stable. Oh, that'd be interesting too. I got a few of those already. You got uh, the Riot Squad. You got. Well, you had uh, Absolution, which was Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville, which I guess is still technically Absolution, even though Paige is the general manager. But mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously Sasha and Bailey, the uh, was it the hug. What they call themselves now? The I don't know. Uh, it's it's like hugs and ball. Or I don't know. I forgot. I forgot what they call themselves. But um, but yeah. So and you know you you want to put you know all this emphasis on the women's division now and you know a big women's uh, stable. But that was led by Ronda Rousey. Yeah, could be a uh, could be interesting. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, that's just uh, obviously some some rumor mills there. But uh, you know, we'll see how uh, see how it transpires. Mm-hmm. Let's go now to cheap heat. Apparently, uh, Marty Skrull uh, might be getting some heat after uh, their match went a little long at All In and caused the main event to go short. Right, apparently he was doing an interview on the Primetime podcast and he stated that, you know, a lot of people thought they went over time and they were getting a lot of heat on the internet over that because mm-hmm. remember on the after show when people were uh, uh doing it with their phones, recording it with their phones, one of the Jackson said, "Hey, you know, we kind of went over in some places, so we had to cut the main event short and we made it by 3 seconds and this and that." Well, a lot of people were attributing that to the Skrull Okada match, but he says in the primetime podcast, we didn't cut out any time from our match. And in fact, we didn't go over. He said, Nick Jackson told him right before he went out, do not cut out anything from your match. So he was saying they were right on time. Yeah. I mean, it was a great match too. Um, and, uh, yeah, like you said, Matt, you know, told him, you know, don't leave anything out. And, you know, those two guys are tremendous wrestlers. They can wrestle for, you know, 45 minutes if they are and even an hour if they were given an hour. But, you know, I don't think it, uh, you know, I don't think it's a big deal, honestly. Because mm-hmm. um, the main event was the six-man tag. You know, if they had the main event been a one-on-one match, whether it be Omega or Cody and Nick Aldis for the NWA world title, uh, then, yeah, you obviously want to give enough time for those guys to be able to put on a great show. But, Six man tag, you know, all those guys can do, you know, great stuff in the eleven or twelve minutes that they wrestled in the main event. So uh I don't think it's a big deal. You know, people are over overblowing it, I think. So yeah. get off Marty Skrull's back. Yeah. He didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. He's, he's a good wrestler too. Like had they you now had it been two crap wrestlers that you know went too long, then yeah, I could see people get upset, but you can't get upset at Okada and Skrull. Who would who would have fallen into the crap wrestler? Uh, well, let's see, like, if it were, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some crap wrestlers, like, 
had it been like a, I'm not saying they're crap, but. But you are. Like, it had it been like a Yoshihashi or, <laughs> uh, or hell, I don't like a bit Bad Luck Fale or, or something like that, yeah. you know, or like a Gender Mahal or yeah. whatever, something like that. Yeah, if, this, if guys like that go too long, then yeah, like, first of all, those guys should never go too long because I don't know how they would. That, that would be an interesting match if guys yeah. like that just went too long. So, just my thoughts on it. You get gender past five minutes, he starts missing spots. Yeah. He starts just, falling. Gender should be just, I don't know. For no reason. You didn't even get hit. That's like at a, was that the greatest Royal Rumble or somewhere where Jeff Hardy like did like a the flying twist thing and like yeah. didn't even hit gender. Gender just like falls. Like, yeah. It's like God, he, only he, gender. He's so robotic. He's like, oh, he was supposed to hit me here, and this is supposed to be the finish. I got to fall, or was that the finish? I don't think so. God, it's like it's so bad. It's like call the match in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When something like that happens, you you gotta you you gotta go off the cuff. Yeah. Then you can get back on track a little bit later. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, you know, get off Marty Girl's back. They put on a great match. It was a great show. Whatever. Yeah. It just sucks they don't have the power to go as long as they want, but it's just the way the business works sometimes. Yeah. Fight TV. So, what was that? I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. It's a good question, but I think uh, I think that's all we got now. That's all we got for today. That's it? That's it, man. That's a show. That's in the can. That's a yeah, wrap. That's episode 42 for you. So uh, go ahead and take us home, Ryan. I mean, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, make sure make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Average Marks. Find us on the internet, averagemarks.com. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you leave a rating and you leave a comment when you finish so that we can get in that algorithm and be presented to other pro wrestling fans. Patrick. Thank you know what time it is, son. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. For more information on the show, follow us on Twitter and iTunes. AMP is a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com.